flies high, way up in the sky. It sees above the human eye, a different perspective, a broader directive. In doing so, it becomes more effective. Welcome to The Legal Eagle, a podcast where I examine aspects of the law that I'm passionate about. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Thomas, and my aim is to have conversations that will empower both professionals and the everyday person on the street. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Legal Eagle. I interrupt our divorce series today to interview a fascinating law tech entrepreneur, Chang. Now, Chang is a co-founder of Intellex, a legal tech startup. Chang went to law school at the Singapore Management University. He was an assistant head of innovation and enterprise at the Prime Minister's office here in Singapore. And in 2015, together with co-founder ZX Lee, founded Intellex. Now, Intellex is an AI-driven knowledge management platform. So welcome to the podcast, Chang. Thanks for having me, Sarah. Oh, it's great. So I have a very important question to ask you. Can you tell listeners, why are there three L's in your company name? <laughs> you asked the interesting question uh, right at the start. Yeah. Well, um, maybe, maybe let's keep the suspense uh, in for a while as we oh. go through my sharing of our story in the podcast. I promise to share with you the story behind the three L's with everyone uh, eventually. Okay, well, I'll hold you to it because I am intrigued. <laughs> So, let's do that, let's do that. Yes. <laughs> so Chang, I want to ask you, you know, you are an AI-driven knowledge management platform. What would you consider as knowledge? Oh, that's a very interesting question. In fact, this is the first time somebody has asked me what is knowledge since we are a knowledge management mm. company. So for the longest time in Intellex, we think legal organizations, both law firms, regulators and governments, uh, probably will have two or three assets. The first asset will be its people, the lawyers, mm. The second will be its clients, depending on whether it's a law firm or not. And the third will be knowledge. Because at the end of the day, professional services firms are in the business of delivering knowledge. People give you money, we deliver a professional piece of advice. And that mm. stems from knowledge. So concrete examples of knowledge will be the knowledge output by the law firm, submissions, mm. legal opinions, contracts, or knowledge that they use to derive the eventual knowledge output, such as maybe cases, legislation, regulation, commentaries, textbooks. Those are all knowledge. I and see. the aggregation of the knowledge will eventually be part of the operations process of knowledge delivery. Okay. So what I'm hearing is knowledge can be either out there in the public or public information like case law and statute and legislation and all of that. Uh, maybe even a, a client opinion that, that the firm has generated. That would be considered knowledge. That is right. So it's basically the know-how. So let's mm -hmm. say for very experienced lawyers, they know the art of advocacy, they know the skills to very good drafting. That yeah. is also the institutional knowledge. We call it asset knowledge mm -hmm. uh, within a particular law firm. Wow. So it sounds like you're different categories of knowledge. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I guess these are the intangible assets within a law firm. And I think yes. we need to bring a perspective to the law firms as the business of law has changed. Mm. Uh, and the aggregation of these different intangible assets eventually contributes to running of the business. Wow. So Chang, I want to ask you, you, you know, you went to law school and then you started this amazing tech startup. What was the inspiration to starting up a company like Intellex? So after law school, I actually joined a firm to do commercial litigation mm. and arbitration. So that was when I received 
most of my training as a legal professional. But I encountered some challenges when I entered the firm. So I think I have, you know, some stories to share. Uh, mm. Of course, every, every trainee, every young lawyer would, you know, go through the whole idea of doing legal research. It was so stressful uh, during my time, uh, during practice, there was, there was a day I was doing research at 2am in a firm and I wondered to myself, surely there's somebody in a firm, we are a firm with 300 people, mm-hmm. surely someone has done research on this point before. Mm. Why are we reinventing the wheel? Yeah. But sadly, I wasn't able to access or know where can I find out where previous research has been done. Because mm-hmm. the typical way and the most conventional way is to go to a colleague's cubicle or a room and say, have you done this before? Yes. Or they will be saying, oh, somebody's done this before, but they have left the firm. So yes. I was not able to access a lot of that knowledge and I was compelled to, you know, mm-hmm. go redo the research. Yes. So in my mind, I was thinking, why can't we have something like Google for me to search? And mm-hmm. I want to take the re out of research because I'm very sure mm-hmm. a lot of things have been repeated within a particular organization. And it's not to the firm's benefit that the wheel is constantly reinvented and oh, stopped somewhere without being used. Yes, so, so that's, the, that's, that's the first story. Uh, so that gave me one of the ideas of doing knowledge management within the legal industry. So I thought knowledge management is indeed a big problem. So that sort of consolidates my view that there's actually an opportunity in knowledge management. Yes. Mm. That's amazing because, I mean, any trainee can attest wholeheartedly to what you just shared. Not just trainee, but even uh, lawyer. If you're having to do a new type of case, you need a template and you don't have a colleague who has done, you know, that type of work before. Or someone will say, yeah, I know someone who did a case like that 10 years ago, but uh, yeah, she's left the firm and sorry, we, we can't help you. Or another layer would be rivalry. You know, no one wants to share their knowledge because... You know, they don't want you to have a one up on them. So I think this concept of having a knowledge database is absolutely revolutionary for a law firm's priority. And also the way I see it is you're saving time and you're saving money. Because I guess times have changed. I think there's an explosion of data now. Yeah. So the amount of information coming in is really huge. Mm. So it's actually difficult to rely solely on memory to know where to access specific information. It's mm. just like it's just like back in the late nineties, uh, where there was Yahoo that attempted to be an information directory, the way they organize information. If you remember the very complex user interface on Yahoo, you can click on sports, you can click on entertainment, then it brings you through a directory. Mm. And then, then came Google, a simple search bar. Yeah. Because it was at the point of time, information on the World Wide Web just exploded. It's mm. almost impossible to categorize them in accordance to that particular directory design. And I guess the same is happening now in the professional services industry. Laws Mm. are constantly updated. There are more cases now. There are more deals coming up. So it will place a huge load on the lawyer or the individual to recall things by memory. Yeah. How do we organize and enhance the firm's institutional knowledge? I guess that is the pain point that we are trying to to solve over here. Mm. And why solving these pain points would be a firm's priority because you're essentially trying to get them to save money and time and um, also stress for a lawyer, yeah? Absolutely, absolutely. Because we think basically the the game has changed. Mm. If you are a law firm, clients will probably be expecting more with less. Although the fundamentals of the business, uh, soft skills, relationship building are still definitely relevant. Uh, But a few things are, are changing now. So the concept of retention of talent 
So lawyers are leaving the industry at a faster rate now. So the retention of knowledge, which is an asset in the firm, also mm. becomes an issue. So if yes. somebody leaves the firm, people forget about what is being done before, that becomes a problem. So in, in actual fact, the firm is actually not only losing talent, but losing its intangible knowledge because things that's been done or has been learned, it's not kept within the firm. It's yeah. somewhere in the hard disk or it leaves with a particular lawyer. Mm, so amazing. So, so that becomes a problem. So it's, yeah. it's really a, a, a co- competition thing. So in order for law practices to get economies of scale, it mm. eventually will, will fall onto the fact on how, how properly knowledge is being used as a mm. form of resource in, in driving the business. So yeah. eventually, law firms are professional services. It's in the business of delivering services, but eventually knowledge can also be part of the product or a service mm. as law firms change their business model. Yeah. And can you describe some of the projects that you are engaged in with some of your clients? So most of our clients now are enterprise clients, so they involve bigger organizations with more knowledge resources. On top of the general knowledge management AI that we have, uh, now we are developing specific modules uh, with with these clients. So of which one of them is a um, financial services regulation module where we, the, our AI learns the publicly available documents from the central bank, the rules and regulation to facilitate a more superior categorization and search. So that's one, that's one project. Another project that we do is what we call a self-help KM platform in larger organizations. There's this concept of a librarian or a professional service uh, support lawyer, professional support lawyer. Yes. Uh, I- imagine a lot of lawyers go to the PSL for a question. It takes time for the PSL to actually read up, uh, provide an answer or direct them to a particular case. But mm. what if the firm already has a self-help KM platform where things are properly categorized and tagged, then the lawyer can go into self-help. Yeah. So instead of going to the PSL first, the PSL will arrange the things on that platform for lawyers to go into self-help. Sorry, what's a PSL? Professional support lawyer. Okay, yeah. And um, for listeners, uh, KM is knowledge management. So I, I think that's great, Chang, because um, you're basically having to save on person who could do the work of AI and technology to um, basically the lawyer can go to this platform and then search for whatever they need to search for from this platform. That is right. Because, yeah, because the common pain points that I think relates to knowledge management has to be with regards to the ineffective retrieval of yes. knowledge. And yes. in order for you to effectively retrieve the knowledge, you have to organize the information. Currently, mm. the organization of the information is manual, therefore it's costly and very laborious, but it's largely due to the limitations of technology. So given these two problems, if you can't effectively organize it, you will not be able to effectively retrieve it, and therefore you will not be able to retain it when the lawyer subsequently leaves the firm or yeah. the particular organization. So these are the three main reasons for knowledge loss in a firm that we are trying to solve with our technology. Mm. So I have a question for you. Financial service regulation module, would a law firm benefit from this or what kind of company would benefit from that? Yes. So of course, for a firm with a financial services regulation practice, uh, Mm. they will definitely benefit from it because from what we understand from our user research, uh, lawyers in this practice or even in-house lawyers listed companies, fund management companies, 
insurance companies, financial advisory companies, their in-house lawyer actually goes to the central bank website. Uh, so in Singapore, there'll be MAS. In Hong Kong, it'll be HKMA, SFC, to look for information and updates every day. Or if they're a listed company, they go to the exchange website. You look for regulations. So going to this public available website is really bread and butter for a lot of them. Yes. However, it is actually quite tedious to go to many different websites and to yes. always search within this public domain. So what we're trying to do here is, we're trying to, as, as I mentioned, uh, we apply our proprietary technology over this publicly available information, categorize them, and facilitate a more convenient search for, for the users. So it can be an in-house lawyer or a, a lawyer practicing in the financial services regulatory space. And would these lawyers practicing in that space, would it cover just the jurisdiction of Singapore and Hong Kong or Asia? Like what's the jurisdiction of the, the knowledge? Currently, we're focusing on the common law jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we start with Singapore first. Yeah. Uh, obviously, because we're, we're here. So yes. we're also doing Hong Kong and the UK. Wonderful. That's that's amazing. And were you, um, I mean, are there some equivalents of what you're doing in the UK? Yes. So the UK is a significantly bigger market and there are many, many legal tech companies there mm. of which trying to solve problems on different parts of the workflow of a lawyer. So there's a document management system, there's contract automation, there's yes. contract templates. So in that space. So however, we are in the knowledge management space, dealing with the internal knowledge mm. of the firm. Amazing. So what is the value, like if I were a law firm that came to you and said, what would I gain from adopting intellects as, you yes, know? Yes, maybe, maybe I can share, share a story for one of Please our do. happiest clients. One of our happiest clients is actually a boutique uh, litigation firm. So okay. they, they actually do very high value disputes work with arbitration and litigation. They, they often go up against opponents with stronger Big guns. Uh, with more, yeah, big guns, with more resources. And I think they bought into the concept of knowledge being the uh, driving capital. It mm. is one of their key assets. So what they did was uh, they actually consolidated uh, all the legal opinions and all the research memos they have and all the submissions they have collected onto intellects. And because they have no librarian, but everything has been tagged for them already and easily searchable. So when their young mm. lawyers go to court, they actually managed to win against the big guns and, you know, the, the partner involved would, would text me and say, yes, we managed to find something uh, wow. on intellects because we are better prepared. So yeah. sometimes, you know, like, uh, to football fans, we always like to say we are the 12th member on the pitch yes. and the 11 people playing. I yeah. guess having a very well-organized knowledge set within the firm is really the additional player that will make a lot of difference. Wow. And I, I see this as like, I mean, you have the Davids coming against the big Goliaths, the big giant, you know, the, the conglomerates or the firms with all the money and, and the big guns. But knowledge, as you have just said, is a weapon that they can use. And if it's categorized in an effective and efficient way, can actually be a, a one-up in these kind of disputes. So that's amazing. Yeah, especially for everybody. So in, in a bigger organization, I guess there are different set of challenges because mm. they do have a lot of knowledge resources and a lot of professionals to, to manage. Yes. But how do they get the value and retain the value from the knowledge created yes. in a big organization? That in itself is a separate um, kind of challenge. Mm. So, Chang, what's next for your company? So, we are looking at uh, professional services. Now, with financial services regulation as the, 
as one, one of the special modules, we'll be moving into the tangential, tangential industries. Tax, what is uh, that? Corporate that finance. sounds <laughs> intense. Tangential industries that will be like listed company information. So corporate finance, fund management, tax, are all within the, the legal and regulatory space, arbitration. So these are things that we can do for our clients. And we already do have a request for that. So we're, we're moving into that. Wow, that's amazing. Chang, it sounds like you're doing some really groundbreaking work here in the legal tech startup space. So thank you so much for sharing with listeners about your knowledge platform and all the different things that AI is doing to drive this platform. Uh, so how can listeners actually reach out to you if they want to? Oh, so they can come to our website, www.com. Intellects.com, Intellects with three L's. I'll come to that in a while. <laughs> yes, I'm still <laughs> holding you to that, <laughs> that question. <laughs> yes, or they can email me uh, at changzq at intellects.com. Okay. I'm, I'm happy to have a chat. Okay, so I'll just put, uh, for listeners, I'll just put the, the website and the, the links in the show notes. So, Chang, I am desperate to hear the story. Why do you have three L's in your company name? Okay, so when we started out, we were young and we thought that it was difficult to really move the industry. And we wanted to, we wanted to do something intelligent. So intellect means intelligent law. But just by us doing it, the, the small team, some of us were lawyers, some of us are not, we think it's impossible to do so. And in order for change to happen, to take on the challenges in the industry, it requires the whole legal fraternity. So 3L stands for the legal fraternity, law schools, the law firms, and the law courts or the in-house lawyers. So therefore, three L's. Wow. So in order for, for it to be intelligent, we need all three parties to move it together. Wow. And that's, what we, that, that's our commitment uh, in, in our mission mm. to do so. That's amazing. It's like a call for everyone to collaboratively work together on this. Um, and, and that's how we go further and, yeah, and achieve the goals that you want to achieve through managing knowledge. That's right, because the industry will help as the regulators are helping you know, with young lawyers and training. So that's on the human aspect. We think the second often understated asset within the industry, which is knowledge, is mm -hmm. something that we are tackling. And we hope yeah. to bring everybody together to really look and have a perspective on using their intangible assets in the most productive and effective way. In a way that will help them with the new business model to generate more revenues by doing the intellectual work once. That is why we think we help scale the legal business through AI and knowledge management. Wow. Amazing. All right, Chang, thank you so much for sharing about your company today. For listeners, as I mentioned, the, the links will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful day and I'll be catching up with you in as we continue our divorce series. Take care. Have a lovely day. Bye. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.